All right, all right. Good morning, SU. Hey, how many of you guys, I'm curious, have been so cold, like, like bone-chillingly cold, where you cannot put on enough layers, enough coats, enough sweaters, so cold that like you go inside and you're still cold for days, like ice of the soul cold, right? How many of you guys have experienced that kind of bitter cold before? Yeah. This is why we live here, exactly. And also from living here, I know that many of you guys have experienced, and, and you can raise your hands in a second, experienced like extreme heats, like to the point where like, yes, like you're staying outside, like you can't use going inside as an excuse, like you're outside and you're uncomfortable and you don't want to move like one inch because you know if you move one inch and then that's just like a little bit more warm that you're going to get, like you just want to stay exactly where you're at, you're so miserably hot and sweaty and disgusting and you just hate your life, you've been that warm before, yes, yes, we live in Arizona, yes, like the hottest place on earth, I know many of you have experienced that heat before. Now how many of you guys... How many of you guys would rather, be, would rather be hot than cold? Would you rather experience that heat than the cold? Yes, yes. How many of you guys would rather be the, the cold, the extreme bitterness of cold, rather than the extreme heat? Cold, cold, yeah? Classic excuse, you can, you can layer up. Okay, great. How many, how many of you guys would rather just be 70 degrees and comfortable than hot or cold. 70 degrees and comfy, right? Yes. Yes. You see, that's the exact point of today. That's the exact point of today. That if we have a choice of uncomfortable or uncomfortable or comfortable, we're going to choose to be comfortable. We're going to choose to be comfortable. You see, we're, we're talking about this, this three-week series called All In. And today's point is do something. And in this three-week series of All In, I'm going to give you a, a big preview of what we're going to be talking about. We're actually going to be unraveling our entire summer of service. As a student ministry, as SU, we're going to be talking about what we're going to be doing this summer. And what we're doing this summer is something called Serve 850. And we choose the letters or the numbers 850 because 850 represents our zip codes of the entire Phoenix area. Okay, and so our entire summer is focused on service, and All In is going to be kind of unraveling that, and today we're talking about do something, and how doing something requires us to get out of our comfort zone, and so uh, we would all choose comfort, hot, cold, we would all choose the comfort zone, and a lot of times uh, becoming uncomfortable requires a couple things of us. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I wake up in the morning, I, I get up, I brush my teeth, I go, I eat breakfast, and I feed my dog, and then I send my dog outside, and then I, you know, I have this routine in the mornings. And then to kind of further my routine, I then get up, I drive to work about the exact same time every day. Uh, I work about the exact same hours every day. When I get done with work, I go home, I sit on the couch. Um, usually me and my wife will pull up Netflix, we'll watch like three episodes of Friends, and then, you know what I mean? Like we have the same routine every day, and for you guys, your routine, shake your heads no at me if I'm completely wrong, but your routine probably looks something like this. You wake up, you probably have some sort of mo morning routine. Yes, I hope you shower, and that's part of that routine. Um, and, and then you, you have some sort of morning routine, but then you go to school, and you spend your hours at school, and then after school, you probably have some sort of after-school program, if it's a sport or some sort of a, you know, club or something like that. Maybe you go home after that, either it's a little bit of homework time, then dinner, or maybe it's just straight dinner, then homework time. Uh, maybe a couple hours of video games or Netflix, you know, something of that sort. And then uh, probably by... Uh, 
I don't know, you name it, right? 10, 11, you guys are going back to sleep. You wake up the next day and you do the same thing. Yes? Clo- no, not, a, no, okay. But you guys have some sort of routine. Yes? Some sort of a routine that you guys do every day. You see, part of serving others, part of serving others is that it requires us to break out of routine. Serving others is not routine-esque. It doesn't fit in our routine. And therefore, it is not comfortable. Another way that serving others is uncomfortable, another way is that serving others takes our time. You know, as I've gotten older, I've I've realized that time is one of my most valuable assets. In fact, um, over the past year, I've caught myself saying, hey, how much time would it take to fix this thing? Or how much time would it take for me to build, uh, I I had a dream actually recently, I wanted to build uh, me and my wife's bed frame for our our main living room, or our main um, bedroom, our Master bedroom, there you go. Um, I wanted to build the, the bed frame for it. And I started calculating the amount of time that it would take me to spend on it, and then the actual money that I would have to spend just to go buy one. And I was like, nope, taking the cheap route. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy one. You know, I don't want to spend my time on this because time is so valuable. But that's another way that serving is really uncomfortable, is that serving requires our time, one of our most valuable assets. And so... Um, I want to challenge you guys with, with the question of, is, is serving really worth it? If it's really that inconvenient, and if it's really that costly, and if it's really that uncomfortable, is serving others really worth it? Okay, and to do that, I want to dive into a portion of scripture. And so if you guys have your Bible apps or something like that, if you have the SU app and your phone is happy, then you can open up the Bible app on there. Or if you guys have Bibles from the Bible carts, I want you to turn to Matthew. The book of Matthew First gospel, first book of the New Testament, chapter 25. Matthew, chapter 25. And once you get to chapter 25, I want you to put your finger on verse 31. And once you put your finger on verse 31, I want you to throw your Bible or your phone up in the air really quickly and then put it back down. That way I know that you guys are there. I have an exact head count of how many are there right now. Perfect, perfect, yes, yes. Boom, 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 boom. Matthew chapter 25, starting at verse 31. Verse 31. All right, now that you guys, we have majority there, I'm going to begin reading. And I want you guys to follow along with me. I want you to read this alongside me, okay? At verse 31, it says, When the Son of Man comes... In his full glory, and all the angels with him, he will sit on his throne in heavenly glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Okay, so great. Uh, God is, is, all the people are before God, and this is, this is the end, right? And he's separating all people. And this is Jesus speaking to a crowd, kind of in a metaphor type, right? And he's saying, he's separating all people before him. There's people on the left and there's people on the right. And I'm telling you right now, all we're talking about today is the people on the right, okay? If you kept reading, there'd be people on the left. But we're just going to talk about the people on the right, okay? We're going to talk about the sheep, And so uh, he continues on in verse 34. Check this out. Then the king will say to those on his right, the people that we're talking about today, he says this, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. 
For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. And then the righteous will answer him. This is like the coolest thing right here. The righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go visit you? And then the king will reply, I tell you the truth. Whatever you did for the one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did also for me. The sum of, of what the people on the right, the sheep, the sum of what they did are these two things. They saw the need and they met the need. They saw the need and they met the need. That's it. That's the sum of it all. And that's all that God is asking us to do to meet that right group, okay? To be in that right side. See the need and meet the need. And here's the coolest thing to me, guys. Here's the coolest thing. And I said it when I was reading the scripture. I said, whoa, this is so cool here. Because when they replied, they said, when did we do this? When did we do all of that? I don't remember doing that. I don't remember feeding you when you were, you know, you were hungry. I don't remember inviting you in when you were sick. I don't remember visiting you when you were a prisoner. I don't remember that. You see, they didn't even realize what they had done. It had become uh, such a part of them to go, to step out of their way, to be uncomfortable. It had become such a part of them that they didn't even realize that they had done it. Become so natural for them that they didn't even realize that it was a big deal. And then lastly, Jesus, when, when he tells them this, he tells them that whatever you did for the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. How many of you guys have a hard time imagining that you serving someone here on earth, let's say if it's someone who is in a physical need, maybe because of homelessness or something like that, if it's a physical need like that, you're serving them. And, or maybe it's someone in an emotional need, someone who is severely depressed and, and just needs someone to talk to, just needs a friend, someone to care. You know, not just someone to talk with physically, but someone who cares. Maybe it's someone like that. Maybe it's someone who, who is in a different sort of need, right? These different people who are poor in these different ways, it's not always physical. How many of you guys think that when you serve them, you're serving Jesus Christ? Do you guys have a hard time, like, seeing that, putting that one in together? Some of you, I see yes, sometimes no. Yeah, for me, it, it's really difficult wrapping my mind around that, right? Because me getting out of my comfort zone and serving others, although that's awkward oftentimes, me doing that, I don't really connect that with like, I'm serving Jesus Christ right now. You know, this is like Jesus Christ is this person and I am serving them. But that's the amount that, that Jesus is, is putting on this. That's, that's how big of a deal it is for him. That's how big of a deal because, because it's showing that not just your mind is committed to him, but your heart is committed to him and his purposes. That's how big of a deal it is for him. So for some of you guys, I know you're thinking this morning, you're, you're thinking about your, your routine and can I get out of my comfort zone? And for some of you guys, you are. For some of you, you guys are plugged into places and at school and, and, and you know, and you're, you're your family does, or, or different things like that, you guys are already serving. You guys are already plugged into to some place that you are serving others who are in need. You're doing something already. But for some of you guys who are wrapped up in routines, 
and, and myself included, you're wrapped up in a daily routine and you're completely and totally comfortable right where you're at. I think maybe God is asking you and God is calling you to be uncomfortable. And maybe that does require you to be out in 120 degree temperature and uncomfortable in that way. Maybe. Not always, okay? But God is calling you to be uncomfortable. And I ask you to, to, to think about what does that look like to serve others? How can you get uncomfortable to serve others? How can you see the need and how can you meet the need? Now, we talked about earlier about how this whole series is going to unravel a lot about what we're doing this summer. And so one of the big opportunities about serving others that we're doing this summer that I want to talk about directly to high school. In middle school, you can listen, and in the future summers, you can totally be a part of it, but to high school. I want to throw out an opportunity to you guys, if you're registered for it or not yet, an opportunity called SLT. And SLT start, stands for Servant Leader, Leadership Trip. If you guys have gone on SLT before, have you, can you guys make a little noise? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, SLT is, uh, it's a trip called Servant Leadership Trip. We go every summer to a different city. And when we go, we stay in like a church um, and we, we do worship services there. But during the days, we go out into the community and we partner and we team up with other mission organizations that are in the city that have been there for years and will be there for years to come. And we partner alongside these missions organizations and just ask, what can we do for you this week? How can we be a part of your mission? What can we do this week to serve others? And then to serve you, to also refresh and encourage these people who are in these missions areas every day, are in the trenches every day of ministry. And we just go and we just plug into these places and there's so many memories made, but some of my favorite ministry memories that are made, some of the greatest stories that I think that come out of these trips are the service stories, the service opportunities, the stories of remember when, you know, we did this and, and this affected this person in this way. Because people get out of their comfort zones and that's where memories are made. And that's where people are um, connected to the kingdom, okay? And, and I want to show you guys just how big of a deal this is. You guys know that, that serving, that, that connecting to people by service is a huge, huge motivator in our culture. And, and one example of that is, is this commercial. This commercial came out a couple years ago. It's a Thai commercial, actually. But um, I, I remember when this came out, and me and my friends were watching this. We're like, oh my gosh, this is such a sad, sad you know, commercial. Oh my gosh. And it totally marketed perfectly to us. So check this out real quick. So I don't know if it's like the music or what, right? But like we get captivated into a short story of service. We get captivated and our hearts are in that kind of a short story. And you see just as much as our hearts are attached to a story of giving and serving like that, you see God's heart is so much more attached. God's heart is so much more moved. And as God created us in his image, I believe he seeded just a little bit of himself of, of that into us. And, and I don't think we can fully fathom and, and, and calculate the amount of, of God's heart for our service for others. And so you guys are going to have some time in your groups. You're going to talk about this and break this down. And what does service with others look like? And how do I have to get uncomfortable to serve others? And you guys are going to be able to talk about this a little bit more in your groups. I'll come up in about 20 minutes and round us up.